Last minute escapes. In the sun? What is the best airline? Or oh, the worst airline? What happens if my flight is delayed? Or cancelled? Would I be put on a new flight? Or would I be refunded? What if it takes me days to get home? Hmm, benefits of a UK staycation. When life gives you questions, get answers at which.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly. Now, did you know that it's expected that over 32 million commercial airline flights will take to the skies in 2023? Now, that might be well below the previous peak set in 2019, but it still shows that more and more of us are after a well-deserved getaway. Now, did you also know that the average price of an airline ticket has also risen to record levels in that time? This week, we're exploring airline greedflation, shining a light on exactly how much an airfare has increased by over the last few years. Treat us this article, originally written by Trevor Baker. I'll hand you over to Lauren Bell. Eye-watering is the only way to describe airfares this year. When we looked at return flights to Thailand at Christmas, the cheapest flight we found was more than £3,000 for two people, not including luggage. Even a trip to the Canaries was close to a grand. That's just for the flight. No hotel, no transfer, no car hire. We don't need to tell you that flight prices have gone up. Everything's gone up. Yet the Office for National Statistics said that as food inflation finally slowed this summer, airfares were actually driving inflation. While overall inflation as measured by the Bank of England rose by around 22% between 2019 and 2023, airfares increased by more than that. Between the first half of 2019 and 2023, the average cost of a ticket rose by 49%. What that means for passengers is record high prices. The average cost of an air ticket combining domestic short and long haul in 2019 was £383. In 2022, it was £523, the highest it has ever been. The stats for this year will be higher. Airlines were unashamedly delighted, which is perhaps unsurprising given the heavy financial losses they sustained during the pandemic. Profit and loss forecasts are often sober things, but this year, they could have been soundtracked by champagne corks popping. IATA, the International Air Transport Association, forecasts that airline profits will hit $8 billion. As with other areas of inflation, there are some valid reasons for prices going up. Airlines point to the cost of jet fuel. In summer 2022, the average price was more than double the year before. Following the war in Ukraine and increased demand from China, a barrel of jet fuel cost just over $135 on average in 2022. But more recently, costs came down. Analysts at the IATA expect the cost across 2023 to average out $98.50. Tracking the impact of jet fuel costs on fares is complicated by the fact that airlines hedge, essentially paying for fuel when it's relatively cheap so that they're not caught out when prices rise. It means fares don't automatically follow fuel prices when they go up, nor do they follow them when they drop. Another argument from the airlines is that aircraft manufacturers haven't caught up with demand since being partially shuttered during the pandemic. 
Jet manufacturers Boeing and Airbus have both had issues with supply chains, with many airlines unable to get their hands on as many aircrafts as they want, or the parts that they need. Fewer aircraft in service means fewer seats on sale, which can mean higher fares. But that's just another way of saying that the real reason for fares going up so much is very simple, supply and demand. Lots of people want to fly, so airlines have taken the opportunity to increase fares. Passenger numbers were within 10% of 2019 levels this spring and were rising fast. Ryanair said it carried 17 million people in May, its highest ever monthly figure. The airline's demand pricing model is different from most other products we buy. If the dairy aisle at Tesco is busy with customers browsing milk, it doesn't immediately send staff out to hike the price of the semi-skimmed. Airlines do exactly that. You need only look at the extraordinary prices families are forced to pay because they need to fly during the school holidays. Whether you think this is greedflation is a point of personal perspective. Is it perfectly reasonable for airlines to increase prices when they could comfortably fill their planes many times over at the higher price? Or are they ripping people off by charging far more for what amounts to the same product? What has irked passengers most is the relentless rollout and increase to the cost of what airlines call extras. Not happy with raising the headline fare, some airlines also raise the cost of sitting next to your family or bringing any luggage on board. Look on Skyscanner or Google Flights and you might have a sharp intake of breath at the cost of some trips these days. But at least you can quickly compare different prices. Unfortunately, the real figure you'll pay is too often very different to the fare you'll see on the first booking page. When we at Witch Travel calculate flight prices for a week's holiday, we usually assume that you'll want to take a bag with you. And for years, we've been collecting data on how much that costs. In 2017, we looked at flights from London to Malaga and the average cost to take a 20 kilo suitcase with BA, EasyJet, Jet2 and Ryanair and it was £44. Looking at the same destination today, it was £80. For context, that's an increase of 82% and yet inflation over the same period has been 27%. Even worse, in the same period, Ryanair and then EasyJet started charging you to take an ordinary wheelie case into the cabin. When Ryanair introduced this new policy in 2017, it was presented as a way to make boarding faster, with less time spent heaving bags into overhead lockers. It initially charged £10 for a return flight, with priority boarding thrown in as well, However, when we checked one September 2023 Ryanair flight, it came to £55 for a return. That's an additional cost that you might not know about when clicking on one of its adverts promising flights from £24.99. EasyJet copied this policy in 2020, introducing a charge starting from £6.99 per flight, around £14 return. But when we looked into taking a cabin bag on an EasyJet flight from Luton to Alicante this September, it was going to cost £43. The price for stretching your legs has also shot up. In 2017, the average extra legroom seat for those four airlines on the route we looked at was £31. But in 2023, it was £53. That's despite Ryanair introducing an extra legroom for less seat, which was actually a bit cheaper. At BA, the price difference between the flights we looked at in 2017 and 2023 was almost double. Prices vary from flight to flight, so our comparisons are only indicative. 
But we can be confident that the difference between the figure you see on the booking page and the price you actually pay has increased dramatically since 2017. It's only fair to point out that the happiness in airline boardrooms is mostly based on optimism rather than a current cash-in. We looked at financial reports for BA, EasyJet, Jet2, Ryanair and Wizz Air for the year up to March 2023. And although BA, Jet2 and Ryanair all made profits, only Jet2 paid a small dividend to investors. EasyJet made a loss, albeit much smaller than during the pandemic. Wizz Air made a pre-tax loss of more than half a billion pounds, in part because it's in a period of aggressive expansion. However, all the airlines were making positive noises about profits for the rest of 2023. In April 2023, admittedly before realising it would need to cancel more than a thousand of its summer flights, EasyJet predicted that it would make around 260 million for the full year. British Airways owner IAG raised its underlying profits forecast from 1.6 billion to 2 billion, based on increasing passenger revenue and falling fuel prices. It's a similar story at many other airlines. This is a good thing, not just for shareholders, but for anyone who values the strong competition that we have on many routes from the UK. It's much better that airlines are making a profit than a loss and are competing with each other on routes and prices. It's only a couple of years since Fly B went bust, and before that, Monarch and Thomas Cook also went under, but criticism of airlines' rising profits and fares has become more vocal. Oliver Jankovic, Director General of the Airports Council International in Europe, said that the regulators should monitor the level of airfares and check that there is no abuse of pricing power. In remarks quoted by the Financial Times, he pointed out that price rises were happening despite, or because, passengers have less choice than they did before the pandemic. He said that the number of cities connected by air travel in Europe has fallen by 16%, with airlines prioritising the most profitable routes. While choice has fallen, we've also seen another summer of disruption, cancellations and delays. Passengers might put up with rising prices, but only if they're given a punctual, reliable service to match. Ultimately, the airline's supply and demand model only holds up while there's demand. The boom in travel this summer is in part driven by people taking their first post-pandemic holidays. That is unlikely to be replicated next summer, and if there are fewer passengers, airfares will have to fall. Thank you so much to Lauren and to Trevor Baker too for his piece which was originally written for the September issue of Witch Travel Magazine. Remember you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. You can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts and thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. Scammers are stealing hundreds of millions of pounds every year. They bombard us with fraudulent texts, emails and calls. And what's more, their tactics are getting increasingly sinister. To keep across the latest scams, sign up to our free Scam Alert service to help you stay ahead of the latest scams and protect yourself. Go to witch.co.uk forward slash scam alert dash newsletter. That's witch.co.uk forward slash scam alert dash newsletter. Thank you. Thank you.
Hi there, Harry from Witch here. Our research has found that millions of families are skipping meals to survive the cost of living crisis. And our figures show that over 8 in 10 people in the UK are having to make adjustments to save money on food. With the price of essential products soaring, we believe that supermarkets have to step up to the plate to help us all. That's why we've launched the Affordable Food for All campaign, calling on the big supermarkets to take action and make a real difference to communities across the UK. If you agree and would like to join our campaign, then sign our petition at witch.co.uk slash affordable food and use the hashtag affordable food for all on social media. Thank you.